Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the series on roofing for your home. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen. Yes, good date. And the last segment, we talked about asphalt shingles. We sure did. And, you know, this time around, we get to go to the more exotic stuff. I know. I Honestly, I'm really happy with my asphalt shingles, but I was stuck in this mindset for a long time. I just wanted the ceramic tile roofing. It just so... Mediterranean, you know. Just made me feel like I'm in the Mediterranean heaven that I wanted to be in. Maybe we're going to have to put your mansion this time around somewhere in the Mediterranean. (laughs) That's right. Maybe in the bottom end of Italy. (laughs) Yeah, finally, after I talked about it long enough, people were like, you're not even going to be able to get on the roof safely if you do those. So just forget it. Finally, I did. I did have a house with tile roofs, and it was a major pain in the butt because those tile shingles were falling off left and right really i hired somebody to put them up and we fixed about eight of them and i went to sell that house the whole process was me selling this thing because i actually it was more of a flip really and so a week later after i thought i had it all fixed i had a buyer say oh by the way you're missing two tiles oh no and i looked around and sure enough you know So I personally am not a big fan of tile, but yeah, there's areas, especially in the hotter climates, where the tile is going to be awesome. That's what you need to keep the roof from getting destroyed, right? Yeah, they're going to last forever. They self-vent. There's a lot of good things to say about tile under the right conditions if they are well installed. Really? Yeah. By the way, some of the research that I did, tile shingles are going to be about 5 to 10 pounds per square foot. Mm. And your asphalt shingles are going to be maybe 2 pounds per square foot. Mm. So tile is considerably more heavy. And so if you are considering maybe you've had asphalt for a while and maybe the home that you're working on was built in 1960 and maybe you're just tired of the asphalt and you're wanting to go with tile, you do need to make sure that your roof can handle that Mm. much heavier load. Right. That is quite a bit. Yeah. You think of maybe a 2,000 square foot home, maybe it's a rambler, so your footprint is going to be a 1,000 square feet, give or take. Right. Right. And then I know you were listening in your math class. I was not. I'm listening to you right now going, no, wait, am I keeping track of this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So where we are, we've got a footprint for our 2,000 square foot home that is 1,000 square feet. Right. But that's the footprint. And we've got a slope to the roof. So we go back to the geometry class where we're talking about hypotenuses. You remember that because you listened. You Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Hypotenuses, that is a new word. In fact, I think you made it up. <laughs> a squared plus B squared equals C squared. Mm, is that what that is? Okay, yeah. I did do that. I just didn't know that it was called hypotenuses. Yeah. I'm more into just, let's see, two to three pounds per square foot versus five to ten. Well, then you're probably between three to five times as heavy 
So it just makes At sense. Least. I'm in the guesstimating that. Yeah, and I should probably take the road that you're going because mine is, uh, is, is quite ingenuity. Ingenuity. Um, you know what? I usually fight you on that, but I'm not going to fight you in day. Yeah, no <laughs> fight. or whatever. <laughs> so basically, you might have a footprint that's 1,000 square feet, but between the fact that you've got a sloped roof and it comes up and it goes down, you probably have closer to about 1,400 square feet feet of roof to cover i don't know if he's lost me but i I mean i do know he's lost me i don't know if he's lost you if you're a mathematical genius he probably has it and you're probably like ah thank you thank you i've got the left brain equation here you might just decide you want to trust me on this one but let's say we got 1400 square feet and then we're stacking tile on there and let's say that it weighs uh, we'll go halfway we'll just say 10 pounds per square foot okay so we go from 1,400 square feet to 14,000 pounds on the roof. And now we can start to imagine what that structure is starting to do. Are you all following that? All right, how many cars is that? I don't even know. <laughs> Are you talking, you're talking over the whole span of the roof. Right. Not just in one spot. Right. As All the right. home inspector, you know, in, in the last couple of weeks, I've been called out to, I think it was, it was at least two, maybe three different homes, just to do a structural inspection on the house. Mm. And what is always happening is, you know, maybe, you know, structural problems are caused because you've got too much weight and too little support. I see. And so if you're adding an extra 10,000 pounds or 14,000 pounds or whatever it is to the roof. Then you're you, putting more pressure on all of the support for the yeah, whole house. And you could take a home that has been structurally adequate for 50 years and now turn it into something that is not. No longer adequate. You got to have a little bit of earthquake, a little bit of shake. And yeah. you, it's like a top heavy bookshelf. Tile is one of the reasons why the experts will tell you that in an earthquake, you do not want to run outside. <laughs> Can you imagine being hammered by one of those things? As they're flying off. As like frisbees. <laughs> Garth's the pro frisbee player, by the way. Yeah, they don't fly nearly as well as a have frisbee. Have you ever played does. frisbee with a tile, with a roofing tile? I can't say. You know that what I they have. can do? Might have to try that. All right. So tile is good and bad in the wind. Obviously, being a much heavier material, if it's well installed, it's going to take you know hurricane force winds before that tile should be leaving us. But it could fly off. But yeah, in the I, event again, I have seen winds. in the home that I personally owned, it was wind that actually dislodged all those things mm. routinely. Mm. And I think I just had a bad installation, but you'll want to be aware of that if you've got a tile roof. How do you know if it's a good installation? Can you, as an engineer, go out, take a quick look at it and see if they're installed properly? Or do you not know until they start flying off? You know, there's actually a number of different tile type materials. And really to know, you would have to get one of those guys that actually is an expert in that subcategory. But as the home inspector, the easiest way to know is go out and take a look. You know, if if you've got tiles that are off, that's one big clue. Right. Good point. And you can always ask the sellers, too, you know, how long has that tile roof been up there? And if it's been up there for 20 years, chances are better that it hasn't been causing them grief every year. Oh, so if it's been up there longer, when I mean, with asphalt, it's just the other way around. The longer it's been up there, the less value. But with a tile roof, the longer it's been up there, the better it is. So as the general rule, what I'm going to tell you with tile is that only a pro should access a tile roof. There's a lot of them where you have to step in a certain spot. 
just as the homeowner, I've seen homeowners do some nasty electrical work. I had that happen yesterday in an inspection I did. <laughs> they did you know, their own work? As homeowners, we all think that we're much smarter than we actually are. And we do stuff that we're not qualified to do. If it's electrical, then you just fry your family. If it's tile and you get up there and you start wandering around and you're breaking tiles, boy, talk about grief. I mean, you've got at least a $10,000 fix, probably considerably more than that. Mm. And in the meantime, you are filling your house with water, mold, termites. And you might fall off. And you might the fall off. As well. That's actually a story we should probably hit. Should we do that? Uh, we could. I've had a neighbor. We, he, does, he doesn't even have a tile roof, but he has fallen off his roof twice. Twice? Twice. Yeah, in the winter, getting up to put up Christmas lights, and it was a little bit too icy, and flew off and crushed his shoulder, and next time I think it was his hip, and whatever. <laughs> He's done it twice. He didn't learn his lesson first yeah, I don't know this guy, so I, I'm going to feel free to say something snarky, and I, I'm going to just You actually mention, might know this guy. Yeah? He went to high school with us. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. I'm still going to be a snark, you know? There, <laughs> there's a list of people who improve the gene pool by removing themselves from it. <laughs> Hey, this guy improves the gene pool by being funny. I have to tell yeah. you, he's a humorous guy. Yeah. Okay. Darwin Award. Go check that sometime when you've got some time. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny in a snarky The Darwin sort of Award? Uh-huh. Okay, I'll go check it. So, we've covered the tile roofs. Maybe we ought to hit metal roofs and shake. Let's go for it. Let's do We're metal. on a roll. And then I think we'll do uh, shake in the next segment. You know, there is a home not too far away from me that is a blue metal roof. Mm. And next to it, you have a huge shed with a blue metal roof. So everybody knows how to find that house. The nice thing is when you're having a big party, you just say, look for the house with a blue yeah. metal roof. And in that entire city, that blue metal roof place is one of the major landmarks. Mm. You know, we'll drive by that, and my wife always mentions how nasty, ugly, terrible she thinks that is. And I'm looking at that blue metal roof, and I'm thinking, that's kind of cool. You know, I, I think I want that house. That, that's the thing about metal roof. It's either kind of a love or a hate. There's uh -huh. not really a lot of neutral people on those. Yes. And, you know, metal has its advantages. If you're in a heavy snow area, like, let's say you're living in your cabin, my uh, sister has a green metal roof, and she lives up in the canyon. Yeah. Water or ice will fall off of that very quickly. It really doesn't stay. If you're living in a home where you're getting eight-foot snow drifts, it's good to have that off. You know, we just talked about having 14,000 pounds of tile roof. Imagine having, you know, 30,000 pounds of snow on your roof. Not good. And so yeah. um, if you're living in that sort of an environment, metal can be an excellent choice. And it lasts forever. It's also really good for having cougars slide off the roof, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you should provide that story quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, I know somebody really well who lives in the mountains. And once they had a cougar jump on their roof, but it was so slippery, the cougar just went flying off into the snow pile that had already fallen off the roof, uh -huh. left his big cougar paw prints and took off. But as they were hearing this big noise on their roof, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden this sliding big, huge thud 
They went outside and discovered that it had been a cougar. Right there in front of their picture window in the living room. Exactly. That is nice. exactly the setting so that, you're that it there was. 10 feet away from this big, massive cougar. Who <laughs> he ran away after he got thrown off the roof. You know, it was a little bit of party, but maybe it was a little bit too much for him. I don't know. Okay, so edel roofs, yeah, they're good in heavy snow areas. They're great in wind. Don't go up there if it's steep, and especially if it's cold and or snowy. They only need a ridge vent. The reasons why you want to go with real good ventilation, and for example, an asphalt roof or a tile roof, those reasons go away to a great extent with a metal roof. So you can just go with a ridge vent. Mm. And they're the longest lasting, pretty much a good metal roof. I want to say it's going to last forever, but let's just go with, I don't know, 50, 100 years. Really? What about hailstones? Do they leave little dents in it, or is it fine? Boy, you know, I guess it depends on if you're in Kansas and you've got a tornado behind that metal roof. (laughs) All right. I always have to throw in one curved ball just to maintain a little bit of status here, you know, make sure I'm still needed. I feel feel the curvature. (laughs) All right. So homemedicusa.com, go there. You can uh, discuss with other metal and tile homeowners. You know, I actually, I'll save that for the next segment, about which type of roof is better for you. Don't forget, whatever that was you were going to say, we're all dying of curiosity. Yeah, is that a brutal tease or what? You might want to write it down just in case. (laughs) Just remind me of the weird homeowner standing out in the street. The weird homeowner standing out in the street. You got it, Garth. Okay. I'll do that. All right. So finally, and as always, be yourself because nobody wants to be the weird homeowner standing out in the middle of the street. (laughs) There you go. Everybody else is taken. This is Julie Ann McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. We get to talk today about one of the very, very most powerful yet gentle oils. There are frankincense. I love frankincense. It's one of my favorite oils. Oh, there's a reason. Frankincense is in the Bible, Jules. One of my favorite uses for frankincense is the support against head tension. I actually use frankincense as a moisturizer with some fractionated coconut oil. And it helps against blemishes, doesn't it? It does. Our saying is, when in doubt, use frankincense. If you'd like to know more about this incredible oil, contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.